Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Thank you very much. I retired in October of 2020, and my wife Patty and I sold our house and took off to travel in a Class A RV. We ended up purchasing a new RV in January of 21, and we have driven across America at least four times. Oh, my gosh. Two of which (laughs) involved getting warranty work done on the motorhome, the new one. Uh One of our biggest problems was a Norcold refrigerator that had stopped working. We finally had that fixed right after the 4th of July. Getting service on any recreational vehicle today is really tough because there's a huge demand for them, and they sell like hotcakes. There just isn't enough service facilities to handle them all. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your appointments get pushed out like three months. Oh, yeah. Luckily, we were able to take ours to the Newmar Factory Service Facility in Indiana and get in almost right away. Now, with the refrigerator fixed, we needed to head back out west to Torrington, Wyoming for another problem to be fixed under warranty, the rear axle. Mm -hmm. This was a recall from Ford, the maker of the chassis, and it involved rebuilding the bearings and the seals. I know what you're thinking. Why didn't we have that work done in Napanee, Indiana with the rest of the work? Mm-hmm. Well, the Ford dealership was so booked up. There was no way we could get in for quite a while, and the guy that did it was on vacation. He couldn't even look at it while we were there. Now, our plan was to get the work done in Torrington, then head to Glacier National Park, Yosemite, and Yellowstone. And we're also going to stop in Portland to visit Patty's nephew for a family get-together. So with all that in mind, we thought exploring the Pacific Northwest would be great. We could head down the Pacific Coast and visit our daughter in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. and it would all be good. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Well, it didn't quite work out as planned. We left Des Moines, Iowa, where we stayed a night in a Lowe's parking lot for free, Mm -hmm. I might add. That's a good thing. Yep. Call it boondocking, mm-hmm. and we headed to North Platte, Nebraska. Oh, North Platte, Nebraska. Most people would think, <laughs> where's yeah. that place? You right, know? like nothing there. Well, we drove past a lot of cornfields in Nebraska and made it to North Platte. We didn't like the campground there, though. No, it was terrible. Yeah, they had left, uh, oh. you know, people pick up the poop from their dogs. Normally, you throw that in the trash. Mm -hmm. These people that had the campsite before us had just thrown it in the fire pit. Including their trash. Right. And the campground people did not clean it up before we got there. Right. I mean, that's like, like, it's like, okay, if you go to a hotel, you're going to have your rooms going to be clean. At least inspect it. You know, I mean, that should be the same thing. They they should have that clean. I agree with you. (laughs) But I also blame the idiots 
who had the space before uh. us for throwing their trash in there. Yeah, but remember how long the grass was? You walked through the grass and it was just like... Yeah, that's right. Oh, it was just rubbing on the ankles and stuff. It was so annoying. So both were to blame. Oh, it was terrible. We ended up spending two nights in North Platte, Nebraska, mm-hmm. but we had a good reason to do that. We discovered something. You would think, oh, North Platte, it's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing there. Oh, let me tell you. <gasps> they have the largest railroad yard in the world. It's amazing. It's called the Union Pacific's Bailey Yard. They have a visitor center there with a tower, the Golden Spike Tower. It has a seventh floor observation deck and an enclosed eighth floor. Now, this place is massive. It's 2,850 acres with a total length of eight miles. You can't imagine this. You go there and you see all of this from the tower and it just blows you away. It does. It's like a huge train set. It's amazing. You can watch them taking the trains apart and putting them back together from up there. And there's actually retired railroad employees that explain everything that's going on. If you've ever wondered how they put trains together, this is how they do it. They do it with a hump. The train cars are actually pushed up this hump then they go down the hump. They're mm-hmm. sorted into different trains. How yeah. many different tracks are there? It has 17 receiving tracks and 16 departure tracks, handling 14,000 rail cars every 24 hours. They're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't stop. And you can actually watch this. Mm-hmm. You can actually yeah. see them assemble yeah. these trains. 3,000 cars are sorted every day by going over the humps. It's incredible. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, I just you just get in there and you don't want to leave because no. you're watching this and that. And then they have the repair section. You right. know, They go for repairs. And, and you see all these oh locomotives lined up to be repaired. I think... They repair about 170 a day. Mm-hmm. That was Staying worth spending a, an extra night st- in that camp. In that crappy camp. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> uh-huh. The next morning, we left for Torrington, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. That was where we're going to have the warranty work done on the rear axle of the RV. Mm-hmm. And we arrived there, took the RV to the dealership. They were ready. They had all the parts. So we had to stay in a hotel because they were going to keep it overnight. Right. So I said, surely you guys should pay for the hotel for us because this isn't our problem. Why should we pay for the hotel, you know? That's why I married her. (laughs) But he said, oh, no, we don't pay for that. It's just warranty work. You got to pay for it yourself. It's just warranty work. Ford doesn't pay for that. So we stayed in the holiday Uh, Yeah, but Mm. I had points, so it didn't cost much. If you ever visit Torrington, Wyoming, (laughs) there is a cool place that you may want to stop in and check out. Well, the next town over, it's called Lingle, and they have the cutest bar. It's actually a bar and a restaurant. It's called the Bitches Corner Bar. Right. (laughs) When you drive by it, you do a double take on the sign. Yeah, it's It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Naturally, I had to get a picture of Patty in front of it. It's so funny that somebody named their place that. I know. That's hilarious. They're on Facebook and they have (laughs) a lot of followers. Yeah. Hey, anything to make Torrington famous, right? That's right. Well, the next morning we got a phone call. The RV was going to be ready around 1230. Mm -hmm. We also got an oil change for $67. Mm -hmm. which is really a great price. So we got the RV, got on the road, and headed towards Sheraton, Wyoming, Mm -hmm. which was north of Torrington and on the way to Montana Mm -hmm. because we wanted to do some sightseeing and start having some fun again. Right, but not so fast. What was it, an hour and a half out (laughs) of Torrington? Hour and a half after we left Torrington, after we left the Ford dealership. We hear a noise. 
And all of a sudden, the ABS warning light comes on the dash, and we knew the problem with the rear end was back yeah in some shape and form yeah we didn't know what was wrong now it was scary because when they had it at that ford dealership they took both tires off the back and it was up on blocks and it was scary just seeing that with no tires and then they had to put it all together i mean it's it's one thing to put together a toy truck but you know this is our rv you know that was was disturbing it's pretty normal work they said they had worked on a couple of other rvs one that looked exactly like ours right then you get second thoughts. It's like, oh my gosh, he didn't do it right. He didn't put something back together yeah, right. We were wondering what was going on. Yeah. So we pulled off the road and we called the dealership. Yeah, because the first thing I said is, we've got to go back, you know, but an hour and a half. you know, Got that... them on the phone <sighs> and I don't think they were too excited about having us come back. Uh-uh, no. They said, what you ought to do is when you're passing Casper, Wyoming, maybe stop in at a Ford dealership, have them put the computer on the RV and maybe find some errant code and erase it, and you should be good to go. Yeah, they made it sound like it was just real easy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so we decided not to stop in Casper because we wanted to make it to Sheraton where we were going to stay the night at the Jackalope Campground, Uh and we eventually decided to stop in Billings, Montana at a big dealership which we did. Mm -hmm. They were great. I walked in and said, hey, I'm having some problems with my RV. Yeah, it was a car dealership. Can you possibly uh, bring your computer out, put it on there, maybe clear out some errant code? Mm -hmm. And the guy looked at me and he was really great. He says, I'll help you all I can. But let me tell you something. He says, I don't think this is the problem. He said, number one, I don't have the correct computer to put on that RV. And I seriously doubt they had the correct computer in Torrington, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go to a truck dealership that has this specialized computer that can go on this RV and detect what's going on with it. Right, for that chassis. So he was real nice about it, and we ended up leaving and thought, well, we're going to eventually head to Portland. Maybe that's where we'll get it fixed. Mm -hmm. Along the way, guess what? We're behind a truck. Rock comes up, hits the windshield, and chips the windshield. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jeez. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like, you know, come on already. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So (laughs) that night, we stopped in Bozeman and stayed at an RV park. It was a beautiful RV park. It was the Bear Canyon Campground. It was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. The problem was we were starting to get into some smoky areas. All the fires out west had left a lot of haze, and you could barely see the mountains of Montana. Yeah. And that was a real letdown. That was tough, yeah. It's also sad as heck, you Mm -hmm. know? But there was an attraction that we decided to go to. (laughs) Yeah. There was actually a bear sanctuary. The Grizzly Bear Sanctuary. Oh my gosh. So we had to go see the grizzly bears. We did. It was, oh, that was so cool. And I'd rather run into them at the sanctuary than out in the woods somewhere. Right. And I'll tell you, when you see the bears, oh my God. Oh my. These creatures are humongous. Yes. And these aren't the black bears. These are the grizzly bears. Yes. Now, what was that grizzly bear's name? His name was Max. Max. Mm -hmm. Well, it was really kind of funny because the ranger actually could call Max. Yeah. And Max would kind of wander off, and then yeah. he'd call him. And, and he'd go c- over the hill. Right. Yeah, and he called him. 
Max. And he popped his head up over the hill and came, come over you know, and come see what's going on. Give you a show, you know? <laughs> it was so cute. It was all outside. Yeah. You know? It was just really fun. Well, from Bozeman, we drove to Missoula. And believe it or not, we had somebody along the way who was an old friend, Denny Whitsett, who had contacted us via Instagram and said, if you're ever near Missoula, you got to call me. We did. We did. We called her. And she showed up at the camp. We yes. stayed at a KOA mm-hmm. there. Yeah. She brought all sorts of goodies. Yeah. You know, all this oh, huckleberry my. jam. Yes. And, you know, it was great seeing her. Yeah, that was awesome. So it's a lot of fun to see friends along She's the way if you can. She's great. I, yeah. She flies airplanes. She does. <laughs> She's amazing. She's crazy as us. Yes. <laughs> After that, it was on to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Yes. Have you ever heard of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? If you haven't, it's worth going to. Oh beautiful area you know what my favorite part of that was Hmm. they had a restaurant a floating restaurant right the floating restaurant on the water it wasn't a boat no but it was floating Mm -hmm. this restaurant you go in there and the lights are swaying the lights are swaying and everything yeah you take a you kind of take a little footbridge across the water Mm -hmm. to it yeah and you don't really feel it a teeny bit yeah but when you see everything swaying yeah it's a little reminder yes at the restaurant, you met somebody really interesting. Oh, I did. I met Julia and her husband. They were actually from Alaska, and they had just moved to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Nice people. Oh, yeah. So nice. Yeah. From Alaska to Coeur d'Alene. They're doing all right. Yeah. One thing about being on the road and traveling, you always have to take care of yourself. Got to be careful. You don't want to get hurt. You don't want to sprain anything. You don't yeah. want to break anything. So I ended up... At an urgent care center. Uh-huh. I actually ended up at two of them because the first one made me wait forever. Good thing I wasn't bleeding to death. I know. We walked out. Now, we probably should have waited. But The hiking in Coeur d'Alene was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could have said I fought off a grizzly bear, <laughs> but I was using a shoehorn and part of it separated and cut my finger. It sliced your finger. And it sliced it deep. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those things, blood everywhere. And I immediately said to Patty, uh, we're going to have to go to a nursing care. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, let me see you. Let me see. Oh, yeah. one of those kind of deals. So we ran to the urgent care and sure enough, waited forever. I could have bled to death Yeah, and ended up going to another one that was just fantastic. Right. And they fixed me up and mm-hmm. didn't have any more problems, but a shoehorn. Oh. Come on, you know, of all things, you know. So after Coeur d'Alene, we started our trip to Portland. Right. We had done our research, and we had found out where the best truck service center was in Portland, Oregon. So we set up an appointment with them. So when we arrived in Portland, we'd be able to go there and find out what was wrong with the rear axle of this vehicle. Here's the thing, though. Our appointment wasn't until August 17th. We had to wait a month. That's a long time. But we knew we couldn't drive the RV. It was dangerous to drive it. So we just thought, we're just going to go to Portland and just wait. While we were on our way to Portland, Patty had noticed a sound in the RV coming from the rear axle. Yeah. And we stopped at a gas station, and Patty got out, and she would listen for it. She goes, yep, it's coming from the rear axle. Yes. Not a good sign. Yeah, it was really scary. It was important that we got to that truck dealership as soon as we possibly could. Right, but we couldn't get in for a month. And that is the problem with RVs and service nowadays. Yeah. It's almost impossible. I mean, this was a truck dealership, and they serviced trucks and RVs for the chassis. So Mm -hmm. 
that was the soonest they could get in. Yeah. So we thought, well, okay, well, we're just going to go to Portland and just wait. Another reason that we were headed to Portland was because Patty's twin sister, Peg, was on her way there. She was flying to Portland, and her son, Bill, lives there, Patty's nephew. Mm-hmm. He's having a family get-together, and we were invited to be part of yes. it. Yes. So we thought, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, definitely. So we had a couple of reasons to go to Portland. Mm-hmm. Get the rear axle fixed mm-hmm. and to see some family. Yeah. Yeah, we saw my nephew, Bill Palmer, and his fiancée, Hillary. Yeah. Yeah. Good people. So fun. Oh, it was a blast. And their dog, Ernie. Oh, my gosh, Ernie. So Ernie cute. is awesome. <laughs> what a sweetie. The drive to Portland is really incredible. We stayed in Umatilla, which is down the Columbia River from Portland, mm-hmm. and was absolutely beautiful. Beautiful yes. place to stay at a marina there. Oh, it was. Then we got on 84, and you actually drive through an area called the gorge Mm. it's the gorge along the columbia river Mm -hmm. and it is breathtaking yeah i would hope that someday you could take this drive because it was incredible it was it was just beautiful it was real windy too Mm -hmm. and we were all over the road yeah but mm-hmm. the sights were amazing. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely beautiful. It was. And we got into Portland. We actually stayed on the east side of Portland in a place called the Sandy River RV Park. Oh, yes. We were right on the river. And the Sandy <gasps> River, which is a tributary of uh-huh. the Columbia River. Yep. And a beautiful park to stay in. Mm-hmm. Great place. You could actually go down the river. You swam in the river. I did. And I hung out on the beach. It was yeah, awesome. it was so fun there. We had Tim and Sue come by. Yes. Some really good friends of ours from Akron. Yeah. They were visiting Portland, and they stopped by, and we just spent the whole afternoon yeah. along the river. Oh, it was so great to see Tim and Sue. It sure it was. It was so fun. Portland is a fun place. It's a beautiful city. However, I have to give you a warning. There is a lot of crime in Portland, and there is a lot of unrest. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get political or anything like that, but all I got to say is we were warned by rangers to make sure you lock up your car, don't leave anything in it. It's kind of a situation there that you have to be on guard a lot. Now, around Portland are some beautiful areas. Oh, yes. We went to Mount Hood. Oh, yeah. We went to the Timberline Lodge. They shot the movie The Shining there. Yeah. (laughs) And they actually have in the reception area behind the receptionist an axe and it's signed by jack nicholson and it's like was that axe like in the wall or something or in the door probably should have been embedded in the door so we went to mount hood we also went to Multnomah falls oh yes that was beautiful one of the biggest waterfalls ever oh yeah you actually take a hike all the way up to the top of it i think there were 13 switchbacks yeah that you have to walk up yeah and we counted every it one of them. It was so cool. It was a beautiful view up Another there. Another great place is a state park. It's called Silver Falls. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yep. I think there are 11 waterfalls there. Yeah. And you can actually walk behind a big one, and right. it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, so pretty. And then we went to the Piddock Mansion. Uh-huh. Which overlooks Portland. Yes. And that's a lot of fun. It's a beautiful place, too. Yeah, so there's a lot to do there. And, of course, hanging out with Bill and Hillary and Peggy. Right. So much fun. And Ernie. And Ernie, (laughs) yes. The one thing that we didn't do... We didn't go to Mount St. Helens. I know, I know. I had camping reservations all up in that area and to go up into Washington while we were waiting to get into the trucking company. 
but they suggested that we not drive it. So we had to pass on that. Yeah, they said, do not drive the RV. Those rear seals are leaking axle fluid into the brakes. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That's enough warning for me. Okay, that's all right. We'll just stay put. (laughs) And we missed out on Mount Rainier as Mm -hmm. well. We did. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be another trip. Yep, for sure. Maybe next year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Who knows? Oh, yeah. So finally, the day arrives. Yep. We're going to take the RV and get the rear end fixed. Oh, my gosh. Finally. Finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They needed it for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. We had to stay in a hotel. Two nights. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> kind of gave us a break. Yep. Kind of caught our breath a little bit. Mm-hmm. Got away from the RV. Yeah. But they did a fantastic job. They did. They were great. They knew what they were doing. We want to thank <laughs> Northside Trucks mm-hmm. because... They did work with us. They actually had moved us up in the schedule about a week, Mm -hmm. and their schedule was tight, Mm -hmm. and they did a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. This is the real deal. For those of you who are mechanically inclined and would like to know exactly what was wrong with the rear axle of our RV, this is the report from Northside Trucks. The computer immediately found the right rear speed sensor for the ABS system had failed. They removed the tires and found a lot of play in the hub bearings. They removed the axle and hub and found the outer wheel bearings were all pitted and had totally failed. The oil was filled with metal. They replaced the ABS ring and the bearings with new, rebuilt that entire side of the axle with new wheel and axle seals. Then they went around to the driver's side and found the same thing. Removed the wheels, found metal in the oil, replaced all the bearings, reassembled with new wheel seals and axle gaskets. They cleared the codes with the computer, they test drove it, came back, re-inspected it, all was good called the owners <laughs> we came and picked it up finally <laughs> yeah so we want to thank Northside trucks mm-hmm. they helped us a lot yeah they were great and it was all under warranty it didn't cost us anything except a couple of nights stay in a hotel room yeah that wasn't too bad and we didn't get thrown out either no Mm-mm. it was a lot of fun <laughs> we behaved <laughs> yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. we were excited we got on the road and thought we've got to go somewhere really special after we've been through all of this finally it was time to have fun and not worry about pride. Exactly. So, where did we go? Well, I guess you're going to find out in the next episode. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.